Welcome to the most unoriginally named podcast, Taco Tuesday. There are many like it. This one is ours. That voice you hear is my co-equal host, Denise. Hey. And whether this is your first or your 92nd time here, <gasps> yeah, we're getting up there. Thanks for hanging out. We're a weekly podcast about nothing. Last week, we talked about writing either our own book, if we could write a book or if we could make a movie, what oh, would it yeah, be? yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, you know, I, I did the topic right and Denise just kind of did her own thing. Like <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Whatever. Denise said, I'm making a book about me and a movie about me. <laughs> <laughs> hey, anyway. I know what I know, right? Yeah. No, no, that's fair. That's fair. Um, and this week, what are we talking about? We are Wait, talking. did you write down what the prompt is? Like, no. so you could say a word for word or do you pretty much know what it is? Mm, I'll go get the book right now. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> well... I just have money or endearment. That's what I wrote down. Okay. Well, the prompt is something along the lines of if you could commit an untraceable white collar crime uh-huh. that would make you rich. Yes. Would you do that? Or would you rather perform some kind of act that would endear you to your community and give you fame? Right. Yeah, become a, be a hero. Yeah. I feel like the prompt is important, but whatever. That's the gist of it. Um, yeah, yeah. So that's what we're talking about this week. Uh, Denise, I will let you go first. Because I am a gentleman. <laughs> I have... Show me the money. <laughs> this is what I wrote. No one gets hurt. I get money. Life is good. Wait, 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 wait. So the prompt did say nobody gets hurt? Yeah. Like it doesn't, it's a victimless white collar crime. I really think that's what it said. Pretty oh, sure. okay. Well, then I mean, that's, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Life is easy and I'm not a good person. <laughs> I would get a no regrets tattoo. <laughs> I hope you've all seen that meme. And I don't want to be famous. I couldn't take it like Amy Winehouse. This is, uh, I've said this before, so I'd rather just take the money and run. Well, I've, I forget what I was listening to last week. Oh, I think it was like that Ricky Gervais podcast with mm-hmm. Sam Harris. I was going to say Sam Smith. <laughs> That's a different guy. Uh, and they basically said when you become famous plays a big role on how you deal with fame. So if you become famous from a very early age, you mm-hmm. haven't had a chance to develop like your own personality or your own like, um, not principles, but convictions, I guess, which is a similar thing, you know? Okay. So then you grow up in this kind of messed up worldview where everyone caters to you and you, it's not a normal life, basically. Yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah, true. So if... If, it, if this were to happen right now, like at your current age, I feel like you would deal with fame better than, you know, Amy Winehouse, I guess, or like Britney Spears or something, you know, because it's like at this point, like you are, you're grounded already. Like you have your moral character. Like, I mean, yeah, there's always the possibility that you would change completely, but I feel like the odds of that are lower at a later in age. But I also think that as much as I love, attention i don't want it 
Like, does that make sense? Yeah. Like, I really don't like attention. I know I joke that I do, but I don't. That's funny. Because, right? you know, we go to open mics, like, all the time. And you're, like, up in front of people performing. And we'll talk about this afterwards. Uh, but, we'll talk about uh, it. Well, not, like, the open mic thing. But, yeah. So, I have to... That's something that, you know, I got over stage fright. I do it because I enjoy getting my music out there. Mm. I don't necessarily like interacting afterwards. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah, yeah. Like true. the interaction with people. Yeah. So, so yeah. So that's why I feel like I wouldn't, if I did something, I, even as, as a coach, you know what I mean? Coaching in your community and then seeing all those kids like outside of practice. It's like, oh, Jesus. You know what I mean? I, I didn't like that part. Well, but I feel like that's a weird setup. Not a weird setup, but that's an interesting setup because like, yeah, it's like when <laughs> like when you run into your teacher like out in, in public or something and you're all like, oh man, like granted that never happened to me because I lived so far away from where I went to school. Yeah. But there were a few instances where we would go to like after school, like school related things. Mm-hmm. And you're seeing your teacher like after school. So it's still yeah. in a school setting, but it'd still be odd. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Okay, oh, okay. Anyway. So anyway, so you would take the money. So, so you yeah, would take- I would I would take the money. But I feel like you went more into detail. And you do have some good points or whatever. So I would like you to discuss that. But for like the overall picture, I just feel like, yeah, I would just take the money and run. Okay. So when I was doing my show notes, I thought... It said like, oh, you commit an untraceable white collar crime and then just left it at that. I missed the part where it said it was a victimless white collar crime. So so keep that in mind, I guess, when, when you, when you uh, listen to my, to my thoughts. Uh, so I said, yeah, at first glance, that's easy. White collar crime uh, because with all the money I get, I can help all the people in my life, right? It's like, oh, dude, if I want to become like a gazillionaire, it's like, oh, hell yeah, like then I can help everybody. So I saw it kind of as like the best of both worlds, right? It's like mm-hmm. I get to do good for whoever, but also like I get a bunch of money. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? <laughs> um, but then I was like, well, if you think about it, most white collar crime usually involves screwing over either like the shrinking middle class or the working poor. And so I was like, yeah, so that that even if it was untraceable and I would get away with it, like I don't think I could live with the fact that like I screwed a bunch of people out of their their life savings or something like Bernie Madoff or some bullshit like that. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So then I was like, oh, yeah, no. So then I was like, if it's a victimless crime, then yeah, who cares? Then I'll go for the white collar. Like if if it's just doing some creative accounting or something where I just magically make it so that I have a bunch of money, but it doesn't really affect anybody because it's just bullshit things or something. And it's like, oh, yeah, that's fine. Or if it could be kind of like a Robin Hood thing where like you're stealing from the rich yeah. and you're giving it to the poor or whatever. And that thought reminded me of like the whole White Lotus season one. Yeah. Kind of like toward the end of the season where one of the characters is kind of like, oh, just just it's like these very affluent families on vacation or something. Right. And one of the characters meets, you know, uh, um, somebody who works in the hotel and, you know, falls in love, yada, yada, yada. And she's like, oh, well, like, I know how you can get some money to help your family out or whatever. So, like, we're going to be out. Just go ahead and steal the money. By the way, spoiler alert, if anybody hasn't seen White Lotus season I one. Um, and she's like, yeah, they're not even going to miss it. You know what I mean? And then you think about And then you see the whole thing transpire. And then, yeah, like, they're, like, totally fine. It's like, yeah, like, who cares? You know, whatever. And so, in a way, it's like, yeah, that's true. I mean, some people 
have so much freaking money that they wouldn't even notice uh, an amount that would make it would be like a life changing amount to someone else. You know what yeah. I mean? But at the same time, that doesn't make it right, and that doesn't entitle you to that money. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So it, it, yeah, it's 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 a predicament, I guess. So that so that's the reason why I was kind of leaning more toward the money because then. Even if, okay, even let's say that it, you do harm people, right? Mm-hmm. Doing the thing that endears you to people, like that's going to fade over time. Like we just had that thing happen in Monterey Park and in Alhambra here. There was like that Lunar New Year shooting or whatever that that man went on, the little shooting spree. And so it started in Monterey Park and then he drove a town over to Alhambra and he was going to go shoot up another dance studio over there. But I guess there was like a young guy there. I'm assuming like not a building attendant, but you know. Yeah, like, I mean, yeah, building attendant. That's what I thought it was. Or like the guy working the register. Yeah, well, like some guy working at the studio or whatever, yeah. right? Because it wasn't like a or city check-in. facility. It oh, was okay. like a business. Yeah. But anyways, yeah, he was the guy working the thing or whatever, right? Like I guess he stopped the man and then they showed like the security footage and all that. I feel like they mentioned him like maybe like three or four times. And then like that's it. Like I don't remember his name. I don't remember his name. Yeah. They did like one interview that they just kept reusing over and over, and then that was it. Oh, they did interview him. I never. Yeah, yeah, they did interview interview him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it was like a quick little short interview. It wasn't really anything. And then yeah, and then you're like, oh okay. And it's like, did he get a GoFundMe? Like, you know what I mean? Why would he get a GoFundMe for? I know there's no reason for him to get a a GoFundMe, but usually like everyone fucking gets a GoFundMe for something, like a Starbucks worker for, you know, calling out some crazy lady for not oh but that's usually because they lose their job or something oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah. like whenever okay. people get a gofundme it's because they need the money it's not just like a tip jar you know what i mean i'm sure he could have made up a reason to be like oh struggling college student or something i don't know you know what i mean but obviously or, like, he struggling. has good morals he's not gonna like if he freaking fought off the dude with the gun he's not gonna just start making up stuff. a lot of these people other people start their gofundmes for them <laughs> you know okay. what i mean okay well, I guess he doesn't have good friends that thought of that. Oh, yeah. You should have started it for him, Denise. I know I should have. Um, I don't even know his name. Rude. He's a hero, bro. Kamala yeah. Harris flew all the way over here to go see him. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, Caused the whole traffic jam for me. Oh, um, but anyway. <laughs> so, yeah. But then I guess I was thinking, oh, well, I guess doing something that, you know, makes you like a local celebrity or like a hometown hero or something, that could also have its perks because I guess, you know, you could probably get free coffee anytime you want or something or like if a certain band comes to town i'm sure you could probably get some vip treatment or something those are really the only perks that i could see being beneficial because it's not like they would yeah 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 i really don't because say in a small town like that like alhambra or whatever you know what i mean what is there to give this guy you know what i mean a key to to the the town yeah the city he could just go in and out of the city anytime he wants yeah I feel like maybe it was a little bit bigger, like Los Angeles or something. You know, they would have had this guy like at a, like a parade or something. Or what good is a parade? Parades not, are lame not as a hell. Parade for him, just like he would be like on a float or something. Or if like the next big person, <laughs> what good the is next that? big concert, like in town or whatever, they would have him there and like be cheering him on or something. If he was in a bigger town. Oh, like they might have like at a Kings game or something. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But like there the Kings go. would still do that. Oh, yeah. Probably, Even though it's like maybe. LA, like I'm sure they would like get them over because they've done that before. I forget. I think it was like the wildfires or something like that. 
Oh yeah, yeah and yeah, they had yeah. people over, and they were like, "Oh, like so and so helped save." Like for all we know, like he could have, he could have already been at a game, but we don't know because we don't go to games anymore. Oh, so. they're in a gang. No games. I mean, he could have been in a gang. That's true too. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I don't know. I, I especially if it's victimless. I mean, that's like a no-brainer. Yeah. It's like untraceable. Money victimless white collar crime that's why i don't think it said victimless because then yeah it's like a no-brainer it's like oh well then yeah why wouldn't i do that because some people like the attention and want to be famous but don't you think if you had money then fame would come with it afterward you could do all kinds of things to become famous if you have money yeah that's true yeah um okay and but see this was the thing that i didn't understand so i get all this fame and I can't use it to promote like my podcast or my music career to get more listens and follows and <laughs> make money. You know what I mean? Wait, is so, that what it said? It said like no financial benefit. Just the endearment of people. Are you sure it said that? Yes. Okay. Uh, I mean, that doesn't make any sense because if you're famous and you happen to say, oh, by the way, check out my album. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, if you were going to check it out. I mean, that doesn't mean they're actually going to like it and like play it a bunch of times true, and then you become true. famous off of that. <laughs> It'd be like that one rapper we saw at that one street fair. Yeah. So I have this to follow up with the whole like attention thing. Mm-hmm. Attention or fame? Uh, no, more like attention thing. Okay. So I have the 110 podcast, right? Where I reach out to these small local bands that we would eventually like to go see. You know what I mean? But... Usually I have them on the podcast and I'm reaching out, like talking to them before we actually get to go to see them at a show. Mm -hmm. Um, I kind of wish that, well, I mean, I guess because they see my Instagram or whatever, so they kind of know what I look like or whatever. So I wish they didn't know what I look like and that we could see them like beforehand. (laughs) You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So that it, that I didn't have to say hi and interact, interact with them like at the show. Mm -hmm. So do you wish that too or no? I could do that because they don't know what I, they don't know anything (sighs) about me. Yeah. (laughs) Well, yeah, it sucks for me. Like I, I fucking hate it. Like, yeah. Well, I think it's weird because, yeah, it just makes like for an awkward situation, I guess, where it's like, oh, like, are they the type of person that expects you to say hi first or are they the type of person that will come say hi first? And then it's awkward because if you guys make eye contact, then obviously like you don't know if they know what you look like or, yeah. you know. So, yeah, yeah, it's it's awkward, I guess. Yeah, it's just because I, like and I don't know if we've mentioned this or whatever, but when we went to see No Application Fee and Cherry Tang, like i i I honestly thought i saw gil like three times i was like no that's not him like you know what i mean because it's it's seriously like instagram or whatever you know what i mean i knew it was him right away really yeah no i didn't know really mm. what he looked like or whatever because he's like wasn't he wearing a hat or something he wears a hat he's, all the time he's a tall skinny dude with like a beard and a hat like and he's wearing a hat all the time there was like four other tall skinny dudes with like a beard and a hat and like a la dodgers hat you know what i mean I guess. I knew it was so, him right away. Oh. Yeah. I was just trying to wait till afterwards, but like I feel like he kind of spotted me beforehand and I was like, fuck. And then, but I still waited till afterwards. This kind of makes it rude or whatever, but yeah, I don't know. Like, I don't, I don't mean to be rude, but I'm fucking awkward and like, yeah, that's, I just fucking hate it and I wish I could see all these bands and like without them knowing that it's me. <laughs> well, oh no. Anyways, that was just my take on it. 
All right. Well, there you have it, everybody. That was that. Uh, let us know which would you rather have a bunch of money through a white collar, victimless, untraceable crime or people liking you because you did something nice. <laughs> Lame. <laughs> Loser. Slide to them DMs. I said DMs. I was going to say DM, but then I was like, no, it's more than one DM. Um, all right. It's everybody's favorite part of the show time. <laughs> the Marble So this week, Denise and I got a very special, you know, you talk about the podcast not getting us anything. Well, you know, we're part of the media technically. So we got a preview of Ant-Man and the Wasp, Pontomania. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, no, we went to see The Whale starring Brendan Fraser. Um, basically, I had heard about this movie a bunch, right? Yes. Like I had heard about it didn't care for it i was like okay a fat brendan fraser whatever i don't care like it's probably one of the marchy films or something didn't care for it didn't want to see a trailer i was like nah but then this week well this last week last week not this week the one before uh mark Marin had brendan fraser on what the fuck on wtf it's wtf now what the fuck i don't know why i said what the fuck um and i mean he freaking sold me on the movie right he like hyped it up so much uh, he couldn't stop raving about it, how amazing it was, uh, to the point that okay. like he got kind of choked up on the podcast even. And I was like, what the fuck? I was like, is this movie really that good? I was like, Jesus Christ. So I was like, fuck it. Like, let's go check it out, right? Um, yeah, in my head, I was like, this must be like a freaking masterpiece or something, right? Um, it was good. It wasn't great. Denise, what did you think about it? I did not know. I've been biting my tongue. I did not know that Mark Marin is the reason that you wanted to go see this movie because I would have said Mark Marin loves misery. Like, no, 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 no. Of course I knew it was, he's going to fucking gonna... love this movie. Like, no. no. like I knew it was a depressing movie. I wasn't going in there expecting, like, I don't know, uh, what's a not depressing movie? 500 Days of Summer? <laughs> I don't know that's why it's like a that. depressing movie. That's oh, yeah, movie. that is. Oh, that's a yeah, good movie. Dude. That's a good movie. But... Uh, I want to watch that again. I've I only seen that movie one time. I should yeah. see it one more time. But uh, even, I just feel like, yeah, he was going to oversell it. He was going to hype it up, Mark Marin. But to the point that he's like crying on the podcast? Yeah, he's fucking weird. He's going to fuck, he fucking loves misery, misery and he's very emotional. And yeah, no. Um, I knew it was going to be a depressing movie, but certain scenes were very heavy handed and it even felt like manipulative at times where like and some scenes like felt like exploitative, like just kind of like, oh, like let's all gawk at this like horrendous looking blob of a man. You know what I mean? Like like when he's like yeah. in the shower or like when you see how he like lives and he has all these like levers all over the place so that he can like prop himself up and do these things well i mean that's that's reality for those people i understand but it felt in a way uh what's that movie tropic thunder where they have that mm -hmm. trailer where robert downey jr plays like a person with special needs oh yeah, yeah and yeah. then it's like you don't go full word you know yeah, what i mean yeah, yeah. it felt like they went full f word you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> and it was just like, okay. What, what else did you think? I did not 
want to see this movie. Well, where did you go? Because I wanted to go out with you. Like, I like, I wanted some popcorn. I was like, all right, like, well, let's see what this is. But I don't know if it was just the movie because it was so like boring and depressing. Like I had to brace myself because I didn't want to get like sucked in or whatever, but I didn't get sucked in at all. Like I was very emotionless throughout the whole thing. I feel because it was so heavy handed. Like you just felt like you could feel them like, oh, come on, you feel bad for this person, right? You feel bad for this person, right? Look how bad everybody treats them. Like, and it was so over the top, some of the things. Yeah. Some of the dialogue and some of the ways that people treated him and stuff. It was just like, what? Like, this just seems like torture porn. Like, what? Yeah, I just, I didn't like the movie. I didn't feel anything for the characters. I just thought the daughter was a total fucking sociopath. Yeah. It was crazy because she was a Stranger Things chick. So she's kind of like the total opposite. Well, in the last season, she kind of gets a little but. There are a few similarities, but not not much. Yeah, she's plays the total opposite or whatever. And I don't know if it was because of the people we were sitting next to or if the way it was on the screen. Like, I didn't get sucked in, you know? I don't know if it was because of the way it was on the screen. Oh, Because I saw the little lines. Right, right, right. And the people next to us kept talking. They were? Like, yeah, they were, they were spoiling shit. Like, they're like, oh my God, no, she didn't. Or no, he didn't. Or like, oh, I knew that, that was going to happen. And I was just like, dude, keep your fucking comments to yourself. We're at a fucking movie theater. I didn't like, hear any of that. Really? Yeah. They're right next to you. How well, you but they're in my bad ear. Oh, okay. I guess. I, I didn't hear anything. Yeah. God damn, bro. Get a hearing aid. No, because um, they would have spoiled it. <laughs> yeah. I just, I was just like, oh, this, this sucks. Hmm. Yeah. I feel like the only redeeming quality is it did kind of portray like realistic characters where everybody was complex and everybody had like a good side and a bad side to them, except the daughter. I feel like the daughter was just like a straight up sociopath, like you said. And uh, there was a moment like about a third of the way through the movie where I thought it was going to take like a weird turn. And he was going to get better? Kind of. No, 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 no. Kind of like those like Ari Aster films, kind of like where you're like, you think it's the one thing and then it's like, oh, wait, this just went like completely sideways and it's like a different movie now. Oh, I thought, yeah, I don't want to spoil anything, but I'll, I guess I'll tell you about it later because I forgot to mention this to you. But but yeah, where you were just kind of like, oh, this is going to get like even weirder now all of a sudden. Um, but yeah, um, it's a good movie. You know, Marin really overhyped it. I would have been fine just waiting to like rent it for like 250 or like wait till it was streaming somewhere uh so yeah uh what do you give it let me look at my notes one out of five disgusting food scenes wait you do oh shit that's right you do do one out of five god damn it okay that's fine why well because i did out of five too but i gotta change it now okay (laughs) i feel like you flip-flopped but whatever okay so one out of five yeah one out of five damn i don't think it's gonna be that low i give it six out of ten slices of pizza with grape jelly well there you go if you made it this far thank you we know there are a million different ways for you to spend your free time and we just want to say thank you for spending a few of those minutes with us denise where can people reach you at d for music d-e-e-f-u-r music on instagram all right and if you want to get a hold of the show email is the way to go broad at lppod.com that's r-o-d at l-p-p-o-d.com and if you want even more podcasts featuring myself and denise or just denise by herself Head on over to TalkingIsHeart.com. There's a bunch of shows over there. Take it easy, everybody. Bye.
T-A-L-K-Dashon Tuesday. Tuesday.